0: throwing around ideas for my podcast concept. My thought was to podcast about something I know inside and out. Can you guess what I'm going to say? Podcasts. I listen to hours of podcasts each week. This is far more normal nowadays than it was back in the day when my obsession began. I still remember the first podcast I ever heard. It was 2010, I was driving, and NPR played an episode of This American Life. It was a rerun of an EP from 2007 called Breakup. Starly Klein was writing a breakup song and called on the help of Phil Collins. You do want to know what love is. There's nothing restrained or subtle about being crushed by the person you care most about in the world. It's big and gaudy, and so it only makes sense that songs about it are too. It was after listening to all these songs for months that I knew what I had to do. I had to write one myself. I needed to take charge of my pain. I needed to take wallowing to the next level. It wasn't enough just to be lying on the floor in my pajamas, listening to these songs at 3 in the afternoon. I wanted to be the songs. The song wasn't great, but the idea of the story, how it was recorded, the way the conversation was edited, it was natural, yet crafted to fit into the time perfectly the personal level that it went to this kind of storytelling was exciting new and addicting my ear for podcasts became insatiable i dove deep into the this american life archives and soon found the stitcher app it was there that i met new genres of podcasts the how stuff works network opened my eyes to fun and effortless ways of learning Remember my interview with Stuff You Should Know's Josh and Chuck last fall? Do you guys hear a lot of weird testimonials about where and when people listen to you, or is it pretty consistent?
1: Uh, the gym is a big one. Um, car trips and uh, commuters and road trips. We hear from a lot of people that say, you, you keep me awake at night when I'm traveling home from work, and uh, you saved my life on a consistent basis on the automobile. So we hear from a lot of people on, on car trips and road trips for sure.
2: And conversely, we hear from a lot of people who go to sleep listening to us, um, Mm -hmm. which which apparently is flattering, we're told.
0: (laughs) Their podcast was another one of my first pod binges.
2: What color was the horse?
1: Uh, One of the uh, spotted ones, which I love. Man,
2: I was hoping you were going to say like blue or red or something easy. (laughs) Did you smash the table? Let's go with blue. Okay. Blue?
1: It was a blue horse.
2: So... Uh, Allow me to explain why your horse appeared blue. Okay. As Newton figured out, that horse was not inherently blue. There's nothing inherently blue about that horse. Yeah. It's all in our perception.
1: Yeah, it's because color technically doesn't exist. It exists in our minds. Well, yeah, the perception of color does. Exactly. But like an apple isn't just, there's nothing in the apple that's red.
2: Exactly, Chuck. And there's nothing in your horse that made it blue. No. What happens is that color is um, basically our perception of a specific wavelength of visible light.
0: I became obsessed and searched continuously for more. Wiretap from the CBC introduced yet another form of podcast. It had a little bit of everything. Jonathan Goldstein read poems and creative writing pieces. He held candid interviews with interesting people. And he played semi to entirely fictional phone calls between him and an entertaining, quirky cast of characters.
3: Hello. Hey, Johnny. Hey, Gregor. I can't talk right now. I'm actually just on my way to the gym.
2: What do you mean, the gym? You got a job at a gym? What are you going to a gym for?
3: I'm going there to work out.
2: Going to work out. What's the matter, John? Did you get fat?
3: No, I'm not fat. I mean, I'm just trying to stay in shape. I run on the treadmill for a little bit. Can I just, I'll call you later?
2: No, wait, I'm just picturing you running on a treadmill. Do you wear a gerbil costume? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Listen, there's nothing to be ashamed of if you're trying to lose weight. I knew some ladies, Park Avenue ladies, who'd eat nothing but cabbage soup for a month when they had to fit into their dress for the big fundraiser. Okay,
3: I'm not trying to fit into a gown, all right?
2: That's right. I wouldn't want to see you in a gown anyway. I see you as more of a frock kind of a guy. Mm -hmm.
3: The Wiretap
0: podcast ended its run last year, but the archives are still some of the most creative, ingenious radio I've ever heard. Let's fast forward to 2016. Podcasting has exploded. Everyone and their brother has a podcast, and everyone has a favorite podcast. It's grown exponentially in accessibility, and therefore popularity. I talked a bit about the podcast boom earlier this year. Last year, New York Magazine declared now to be the podcast renaissance. Podcasting has certainly made its way to the forefront of our culture, generating a new platform to share ideas with the world. According to Kevin Roos' New York Magazine article, podcasting took off after the development of the iPod in 2001. In fact, podcasting took its name from the device that it first lived on. Over 10 years later, while the pod is all but obsolete, the podcast is now thriving. Politics, culture, storytelling, education, humor, all of these and more have found their home in the audio genre. 2016 has been a wild ride in the world of podcasts. Our panel this week is diverse, podcasting veterans and podcast superfans. I'll lead you through trends based on what you, the listeners, told me you loved this year, and finally, I'll throw in some of my top lists of the year. I chose a diverse panel of podcast enthusiasts for this episode. You may remember Christy Rhodes' voice from our last episode, where she proclaimed podcasts as her favorite art in 2016. She does a little bit of everything— My name
4: is Christiane Rhodes, and I'm a former radio and podcast producer, which is partially the reason why I'm so into podcasting. But right now, with my commute and my love for running marathons, I've found that I have a lot of time to listen to many different podcasts. And one podcast in particular that I remember listening to that's also responsible for getting me into listening to all these different shows was an episode of This American Life called The Super from 2007. It's got one of the most memorable segments about a weightlifting snowman that to this day still has me laughing out loud. One type of podcast I really enjoy listening to is the Creative Learning Podcast. Uh, I like listening to stuff where you walk away learning something but don't necessarily feel like you just sat through a lecture. In the middle of last year, I discovered the podcast No Such Thing as a Fish, and it's a weekly show done out of the UK. The four hosts are researchers on a BBC show called QI, and they sit around and discuss their four favorite facts from their research during the week. The conversation usually ends up going down a weird Wikipedia-type rabbit hole where they discuss facts, based on facts, based on facts. And the stuff that they talk about ranges from serious to historical, scientific, to just really weird. And I have two favorite facts that I want to share. Uh, The first is that Cary Grant and Clark Gable used to meet up once a year at Christmas time to exchange unwanted monogram gifts. And the second fact is that birdies used in professional badminton are made using real goose feathers, which are always taken from the bird's left wing. Uh, The podcast is definitely something I look forward to listening to all week. And another plus is that it really makes for good conversation starters too.
0: You may recognize this guest from episode one of our BJJ mini-series. Carlos Archila is the instructor at Lake County Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and a podcast superfan. Not surprisingly, his podcast tastes are unique. I actually always ask Carlos about new podcasts I can listen to because his interests are different than mine, and I think that's the whole point of this.
1: I guess I'm a true crime fan. Uh, True Crime Garage does nothing but true crime and serial killers. They just tell the facts and let the listener kind of form their opinion. I mean, granted, if you're talking about Ted Bundy, you know he did it, but um, they tell a lot of the stuff that you you, you might not know. The last podcasts on the left really are out there. They do some true crime, but they do like alien invasions and UFOs, and they're different because they're very dark with their humor.
0: So, and they're more, like, conspiracy-based? Yeah, the
1: majority of it is conspiracy-based, yeah.
0: Okay, and then what about the wrestling ones? Like, why do you like hearing the wrestlers on a podcast versus, like, watching them on TV?
1: I feel like when they get interviewed, they don't, they're not playing the character, they're actually playing themselves. And they can, as you know, being a wrestling fan, you can actually see their, their actual true selves. We uh, watch wrestling, they don't have any guests. They're just three comedians talking about literally that they watched wrestling, and they talk about it. <laughs> and then uh, with the rest, something to wrestle with, with, Bruce Pritchard. He was Bruce Pritchard was a uh, creative writer, a creative. Was in the creative department for the WWE for like 20 years. So with him, there is no guest. He is the guest, and he just tells stories about uh, behind-the-scenes stuff of like when I would when I was younger, and I used to watch a lot more wrestling than I do now. But that's, they're very, it's very interesting.
0: So how many podcasts do you think you listen to a week?
1: Oh, God. How many did I mention? Like,
0: oh, like seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I usually try to, it might be seven, eight.
0: Chad Ellis is a filmmaker, writer, and recently completed hiking the Pacific Crest Trail. Podcasts are huge among the hikers. I wanted to know what he was listening to on his adventures through the U.S. and also his daily adventures through L.A. traffic.
2: My favorite fiction podcast right now is one called Wolf 359. Uh, It follows a small crew of a space station that's circling the sun in deep space. Um, Lots of it is just life on the station, things going wrong. But, man, once the story picks up, it keeps getting better episode by episode. You'll love the characters. You'll love the plot. It's got plenty of twists. Definitely recommend it. I think they're a little over 40 episodes into their show. Another favorite of mine is one called Sayre. Uh, Sayer is an AI who does not like you. You are the resident of Halcyon Tower. Sayer is in charge of getting you used to your new life and job on Halcyon Tower. Uh, it's mostly episode by episode. It doesn't necessarily follow a plot. Each episode kind of stands alone, but introduces a lot of really interesting uh, sci-fi ideas, a lot of good horror episodes, um, and it has an excellent ending. Recommend that one as well, especially if you like things like Night Vale. If you want something that's more like a big budget Hollywood movie, Leviathan Chronicles can't be beat. Uh, The creators of Leviathan Chronicles wanted to take the big screen and put it in a podcast format. Um, They use music, sound effects. It's very, very visual, uh, despite the fact that you're listening to it. The plot follows an immortal conspiracy. Um, You've got groups of scientists, you have different governments, you have a group of Atlantis-like immortals uh, under the ocean. Uh, It's amazing. Just listen to it. You won't regret it. My first podcast uh, I listened to in my buddy's bedroom while we were playing some video games. I didn't know what podcasts were at the time. It was called Terrified. It was a Nerdist podcast. Dave Ross was the host, and he would bring other comedians on and ask them Uh, What were they afraid of and why did they hate themselves and the conversation would ensue? It was great Uh, I would later move down to Los Angeles. I would go to the Nerdist school. I Ended up going to a number of Dave Ross's shows as well Um, And in Los Angeles with the hour-long commute even if you want to go to a grocery store Podcasting has just become a necessity in my life So yeah, those are my recommendations and that's how I got started
0: Danny Ortiz is a host on the Fox Radio and a writer. Although she's a DJ on a classic rock station, her podcast tastes may surprise you.
3: Hey, I'm Danny, and I'm a radio host over at 103.9 The Fox, and as of this month, I am also a podcast host. I host a podcast called This Is Us Now. It's, of course, about NBC's new show, This Is Us. I really got into podcasting because of one that I had heard called Dudes of Future Past. It's hosted by Joey Bragg and Kurt Long. They're both actors, and they've got 23 years of age separating them, and they just talk about different aspects of life from each of their points of view and how the age difference factors in, and it's really interesting to see it from two different sides. and one being that I can relate to on the millennial side of things. I had never really been into podcasts prior to this. I always thought they had to be kind of boring, just informational things and that's not how it goes and that's really why I got into it because it's just having conversations with like-minded folks and discussing something that you really enjoy and that you're a fan of and now I listen to a ton of podcasts. I'm trying to find more and more and expand my horizon because they don't all have to be those boring things that you think they might be Uh, if I had to pick a couple of favorite podcasts that I've discovered so far of course Dudes of Future Past I also found one called Saved by the 90s it has a uh, pretty good nostalgia value and it's just nice to relive the glory days that were the 90s sounding like a total millennial here other podcasts that I really, really enjoy, Unqualified by On Affairs, and one from Entertainment Weekly called EW Binge. Their entire first season was about the Harry Potter franchise and questions they still have and just diving deep and really, really analyzing it. It's a really good time. I highly recommend it. So, my journey with podcasts has been pretty short so far, but I'm really looking forward to expanding I'm always looking for podcast recommendations now. There's really something out there for everyone. You don't always have to have music blaring at you, and you don't always want to listen to the news, but with podcasts you can find ones that are entertainment-based, you can develop a new skill. And 2016 has really been a great year for podcasts, I've discovered so many, so I'm really, really looking forward to what 2017 is going to bring.
0: Now on to you, the listeners. I put out a poll via our Facebook and Twitter pages asking which pod genre was your top choice this year. The top three were pretty close. At number one with 29% of the vote was nonfiction storytelling. Podcasts like This American Life, Snap Judgments, and The Moth. Number two with 23% was mystery and true crime like Serial or Criminal. And number three with 20% was what I dubbed creative learning, podcasts where you're learning but in a cool way, like Freakonomics and Radiolab. You were less enthused by the other three categories, surprising me, but the sample was somewhat limited. Among artistic license listeners, 17% preferred fictional storytelling, 9% preferred recap podcasts, and only 3% preferred podcasts revolving around the news. When asked if you remembered the first podcast you listened to, only a few of you had a very memorable experience. Many of you, too, also heard This American Life first. Joe Rogan also got several people into podcasts. Honorable mentions were Radio Impound and Artistic License. That one was probably my mom. <laughs> my top five six of 2016 i'll try to be quick with this one but if you couldn't already tell i get pretty excited about podcasts so what i did is i decided to just pick one from each of the categories i introduced to you guys although in the recap which i think is my favorite i had to pick two in no particular order my favorite recap podcast of the year
2: Um, Welcome to Gilmore Guys. I'm Kevin. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Gilmore Gilmore guys. guys. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: Two guys from LA go through every single episode of the Gilmore Guys, but they have on famous comedians, guests from the show. They have turned podcasting into an empire for themselves. I actually got to talk with the Gilmore guys, like I mentioned earlier, so if you go through the Artistic License archive, you can hear me chat with them about podcasting for an hour, and it was very cool. The other podcast I had to put in recap, because I wasn't sure what else to put it, is... Uh, welcome
2: to Doughboys, the <laughs> podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, Mike Mitchell, the Spoonman. How you doing, Spoonman?
0: Doughboys. Each week, they have a guest on, and they eat at a different fast food restaurant and then review it. Everything from Red Lobster to Starbucks to the Cheesecake Factory. It is very... Bunny. I know it sounds weird that one of my favorite podcasts is two guys talking about food, but just give it a chance. In creative learning, this year in particular, I quite enjoyed... Hey, I'm Jad Abumrah. This is More Perfect, a miniseries about the Supreme Court. More Perfect, which is a podcast by Radiolab about the Supreme Court and important Supreme Court cases that we've covered over time. I think in an election year, it was quite prudent. Fictional storytelling ge podcast theater came out with two podcasts this year on the same feed one was called the message and one was called life after and both of them are amazing the message is about a bunch of linguists who are studying a message from outer space and trying to figure out what it means i'm gonna take you into an elite cryptography think tank and check it out their top project right now is to decode a highly classified radio transmission from the 1940s.
4: Have you listened to it yet?
0: Not yet. Uh, we're having a discussion about that. But if I offered you the chance to listen to it right now, um, sounds like a no. Well, we don't really know what it is. And life after, a gentleman starts receiving messages from his deceased wife in the form of voice it's good good to be back
1: wait how are they doing this i mean no one's heard from nikki in over a year it's online but they're not recordings it's like something's using all of her recorded posts to recreate her voice
0: hi it's nikki tomlin let's talk
1: can she hear us
0: of course i can hear you
1: this is really weird
0: you know what's weird your haircut
1: if someone's recreating her online why? And more importantly, who else can they do it with?
0: Hi, it's Nikki Tomlin, and I'm here to tell you that some voices live forever. In news, I recently actually came across a podcast. From the Center for Investigative Reporting and PRX, this is Reveal. I'm Al Ledson. They do a lot of very in-depth reporting. Storytelling nonfiction is always going to be This American Life. Nothing to me beats This American Life. So in recap, my top six of the year are Gilmore Guys, Doughboys, More Perfect, Life After and The Message, Reveal News, and This American Life. That's all I got for you, folks. I bid you guys a happy new year. I know 2016 was a rough one, but it was a great year for podcasts. Um, Let me know what your favorite podcasts of the year were, what you agree with, what you don't, and please let me know if you checked out any of the podcasts that anyone on this podcast recommended. I'm Rachel Badal, and until next time, this has been Artistic License. Thanks for listening. A big thanks to everyone who helped me out, everyone who voted, everyone who did interviews. Thanks to the program's co-founder, Tim Apuli, WGN Radio, Hard Times Productions, and that's all. Happy New Year, guys.